Welcome back, guys, to my podcast, Triggered with Lauren Drain. Today, we have a special guest, my friend, Jamie Villamore. She is a competitive pistol shooter. She's a cover model. She's an entrepreneur. She's a mother, good friend of mine. And we're going to get into some fun, slightly triggering topics. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> By the way, your freaking studio is amazing. Thank you. You've like inspired me to up my game. Thank you, girl. <laughs> my I, show. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes. So <laughs> I got this. I got all these decorations from Home Goods. But actually, what's funny about that, Jamie, is like when I walked into your home, your home was very well decorated. Aww, so I was kind of like, you know you. what? I need to make sure that I have kind of like a womanly touch to my studio because it's just very warm. Like even this like blanket right here, because you know, on this show, I anticipate a lot of like masculine energy to come out. You know, we have triggering topics. We're talking about mental health. We're going to get into like, you know, religion and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know, I need it to be a little bit feminine too sometimes. Yeah. Well, it definitely is like warm and cozy. So I love that. Thank you. All right. So let's just get into it. So guys, she's a competitive pistol shooter. She gets paid. Tell us a little bit about this industry. I mean, I I don't think we fully understand. It's super dope that you do this. I want to know how you got into it, and I want to yeah. know how the industry operates. So it's quite interesting. So what do you think? What do I, I think? Yeah, what do you think that I do? I like, think that you can load a gun and pistol whip my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I could. I could probably do that. <laughs> um but it wouldn't work to any of, of our benefits. So yeah, I, um, gosh, I tell this story kind of a lot, but, um, yeah, there's I, gotta be a backstory to why you got into guns. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone kind of thinks that they're like, we're, but, but it, it really like is one of those things that kind of presented itself to me. I was cast for a show in Australia. Um, so when my team came to me, they're like, Hey, we have this show and we, we think you do really well at it. And I'm like, I, I'm not into reality. Um, I don't want to like, I, I just don't want to do any reality shows, no acting, nothing like that. And they're like, no, you should really take a look at this. So I, I looked at it and I'm like, I got excited. Yeah. So, um, being, were you, were athlete, you doing, were you doing acting before that or just the modeling or, I mean, I had done like some things like when oceans 11 came around. Um, oh. but I'm, what did you do for oceans 11? I was, um, so my part got cut out. Um, I was, Oh, um, hell no. I was pregnant at the time. Okay. And they wanted, um, in oceans 11 ended up actually being uh, PG 13, but initially it was supposed to be rated R. So I was like in the strip club scene, oh, but interesting. initially I wasn't topless. Oh my um, God. I need to see the scene for sure. It, well, you'll see it cause Brad Pitt's in the parking lot talking. Oh, of course he is. Um, outside of like crazy horse Two. And um, they didn't even end up showing anything so ab you're in about a, that. You're so, in a scene with Brad Pitt. No, I'm not. My, oh. my, so when they tried to change, it was Steven Sodenberg that actually um, directed it. So I learned like a lot back in that time. I was still young. But that was kind of my first... Like, yeah, this is not for me. Okay. Um, and I had like a few other like small things, but I was the girl that the extras would read the lines to me because they're Dang. like, how did she forget the lines again? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the extra would be like, and I'm like, all right, all right, I got this. So that's yeah. when I was just like, you know, this industry isn't for me. And um, it's the same with modeling. Like yeah. we show up and we think we're doing one thing and sometimes they try and get a little more out of you yeah. and it's not going to align with me. So it yeah. didn't, it didn't work well okay. um, with me or for me. Right. 
Okay, so... So back to, yeah, the shooting. The shooting casting call. Yeah, so I I said, um, you know, it's not for me, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, well, it's they're actually going to, you get to go train with like the special forces, the military. Oh, and they're wow. taking. Um, That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, like the top, some of the top swimsuit and lingerie models. And it's kind of like a competition for you guys. That's all you have to say to me. Okay. Competition. And I'm like, where do I sign up? Because nice. I get excited. It's yeah. the... You know, like I want to, I want to learn something new. I want to be good. So um, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll let me look at it. Let me try it. Um, so how old were you when this happened? This was only like five or six years ago. You've only been doing competitive pistol shooting for five years. Yeah. Did wow. you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, but you're I think the, a lot you're the of top people... woman in America, right? Or no, in, no, in no, the no, world? No, no, no. What? My, I'm not the top pistol shooter in you're the, the world. You're the hottest one, though. <laughs> you're definitely the hottest one, and you would probably have the most Instagram followers for sure. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's a, f- a lot of. Amazing... Are there any other girls that are on the cover of Cosmopolitan no. and Muscle and Fitness Hurts? No. So, but you are. <laughs> yeah. And why are you? Um. Well, I mean, I started out in and modeling yeah so it's kind of something that always found me so you're like a poster child for hot pistol shooters they didn't like me in the industry lauren when i first like came in i think it was it took a little while for me to kind of earn the prove your worth yeah yeah do you find that like being attractive detracts from your like people almost think like, oh, she probably doesn't have talent because she just goes by her looks all the time. Like, do you ever get like that kind of vibe from yeah, certain people? I do. And it's um, it's really like disheartening. Yeah. Like at times because I just want to show up and be like you. And I think when someone like comes into a room or is new to the sport, I'm excited for them. So I want to see them win. Yeah. But that's my personality. And a lot of people weren't like that. And I'm like, I'm here to to you know shed light on this sport because you guys are legitimate athletes and you don't get the recognition that i feel like you deserve um one of my best friends he is he is the world champion he's a teammate his name's jj ricaza um i i've never met anyone in my life that works harder than this this man yeah but we know who you know a lot of the football players are but these people are legitimate athletes um okay and we don't know their names and what they do. And he travels all over the world and competes. Yeah, because you, you actually travel all the world and compete yourself. I how, do. How often are you traveling? At, like, like are these – is this a lucrative sport? Like, what? tell us just a little tiny bit about the industry. Ooh, so if I was shooting, just shooting for, like, financials to pay my bills, I wouldn't survive. Um, okay. For for me. Like, yeah. I – they cover like, your they cover your travel though for you to yeah, go to yeah so okay. like your sponsors endorsement deals like all that goes towards like your travel and your um your fees to like shoot the match because you can't just walk in and and shoot a match like there's like fees we have equipment we have ammo like how much how many people are you competing against in a, in a competition um so I, I remember one of my so I shoot primarily like overseas, Europe and Asia, um, IPSC. And then here it's USPSA, which a lot of people have kind of like um, getting out of because it's a little, there's like some shooting controversy. Um, but yeah, so sometimes it's like a thousand people. Sometimes it's like 400 people. How do you travel with a gun? Is, is that a thing? <laughs> like I, I don't think they were going to let you get through security. Yeah, I travel all over the world with my pistol. Really? I have um, okay. CCW. So even when I'm not shooting competitively, I'm still traveling with my p- pistol as long as it's, you know, within the guidelines and the law. But 
all you have to do is you put it in its case. You have your TSA's uh, lock on it, locks, and you check it in your bag. And when you go to wow. the counter, you let them know, "Hey, I'm checking a firearm." Okay, and it's but it's not just... on the on so my the, person. So the only if someone was to with a CCW, they can go to the airport as long as it's locked up in a box it, with TSA. They can take it on the plane. Mm-hmm. How many guns can you take on a plane? I mean, I've taken eight. Wow. I yeah, did not know this. I have this. my rifle, shotgun, uh, four That's or five That's very pistols. triggering. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of triggers on that gun. Um, Lauren. <laughs> so, oh, wow, this is crazy. Okay, so you were you got a casting call because you were a gorgeous girl. On a, they were going to put on a set with um, some type of gun so, shooting scene. And so how did you transition from that to realizing you had the potential to actually competitively shoot at obstacle courses and things like that? Okay, so I when I first um, started, they were very hard on me, and I was not good at all. <laughs> Out of there, were probably I think it started with a hundred or so girls. I made the top ten, um, but I only made the top ten because I they every day that I would show, I would leave there sometimes like in tears because they're like, "You're awful. You're not good. Can you not see the sights?" What is wrong with you? Why can't you hit the target? But I had no prior training. So no one showed me really like the basics or from the ground up. They just threw us in there, you know, gave us weapons, taught us, you know, the primary safety. Okay. So how many months did that that process take? That was probably one month, one or two, one or two months. And then within that period, I had sought out some of the best shooters in the world because I was determined to win. To mentor under them. Yes. I like and I that. said, um, look, I'm casting for this show. Um, I'm not very good. Can you help me? And I went into um, a gun shop and that's where I met um, JJ Rakaza and he kind of like laughed at me and he was like, meet me on the range tomorrow. And I was like, whoa. Dang. And you then straight for the top. Yeah, for, from there, it was, uh, I made the top four. But after having worked with him, he just kind of, what I learned is it wasn't that I was um, a bad shooter, but I wasn't connecting to the instruction. So as soon as I got put with someone that taught me in a different way and showed me, I picked up on it right away. That's awesome. So, so that's all it really was, is there was, um, there was that gap there in the instruction, which... Um, I picked up on right away with him. So I was able to properly manipulate like my firearm, um, do my transitions. And then he kind of opened my eyes up to the whole sport aspect of it. And I was like, wow, this is super this fun. Is really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think I can do this. And he was like, well, um, you, you keep doing you and I'll make some introductions and, you know, we'll see where it goes. And then by the time it came f- you know, time for the show. I'm like, I don't want to be a girl like shooting in a bikini, like a machine gun. Like that's, that's not fun for me. Like I want to like learn and you want um, to actually know how to handle your weapon. And yeah, yeah. like I want to get faster. I want to get better. Oh. I want to be quicker. I want to, I did want to learn how to breach doors and clear a room. Like oh, that wow. was all fun yeah. for me, but yeah. I wanted I, I didn't want to be someone that's just out there like a showboater. Yeah. I wanted to learn and get better. Yeah. You, were, you so got that, that competitive edge about you. you so like, that's the direction I chose. And then the show was, they were pissed. They sued me. They so sued you? They came back and. What do you mean they sued you? They filed a lawsuit because they're like, we brought you here to do a show. Um, 
And now you're, I had started like a YouTube and I had my Instagram and they're like, you need to take down all that content. Oh, they wanted exclusive rights to you. Oh, wow. They're like, you got your sponsorships and that because of. Oh, wow. They wanted to take credit for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is ironic because none of those girls are even pursuing. Oh, and the network never picked up the show. So the show, you can't even find the show. So did they drop the suit? They never got money out of you? They never got money out of me. Um, I had to like hire attorney pull down my YouTube, but it was to the extent that I couldn't even use certain hashtags. Wow. Like that's how um, crazy it was. But now um, we're friends. Yeah. So it started like yeah. full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I love how life so, yeah. does that. <laughs> so we, okay. So you and I have a few things in common, you know, um, obviously we're both in modeling industry. You know, we've, you've dealt with ups, highs and lows of that. Um, we both come from kind of religious backgrounds to a degree and you've also shared with me that uh you've had kind of a tumultuous upbringing you kind of just your upbringing kind of shaped the way you view the world and um you know to some degree you told me you've kind of just chosen to remain kind of a sober life you know you don't really like to drink or do drugs and stuff like that so kind of will you kind of just share with us like i want to hear a little bit about your upbringing and how that shaped your worldview and also um you know, there's, you kind of shared with me that you had relationship issues that led to you feeling the strong desire to take self-defense seriously. Yeah. So, uh, born and raised here in Vegas. Um, both my parents were, um, yeah, they weren't sober. So they were like drug users. Um, what, what drugs are we talking? Uh, like Coke. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that a lot, like growing up. Um, but But when you grow up in that, we think it's normal, right? So, like, as a kid, you just kind of think that, like, everyone, like, all the Were you an only child? Were you growing up with siblings? No, 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 I had siblings. So, it was uh, my two brothers, and then at some point, like, um, my stepsister had moved in with us when I was in elementary school. So, just a lot of, like, chaos Mm -hmm. um, growing up. So, you didn't know they were using. At the time they were using, you just thought, like, whatever whatever they're doing is normal. Yeah. Yeah. Like my mom's like, I would take you to McDonald's and you'd put the straw up your nose. <laughs> like, oh and we're like, no, no, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so at what point did that become like? We can a, have those alarm. conversations now. Okay. Like, but because my parents are sober now. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, But there was like a long period where I had just to survive. Like I had to like disconnect from that if I wanted something better in life. Okay. And at what age were you realizing that mom and dad doing cocaine in the kitchen? <laughs> My dad drunk. Like yeah. At what point were you like, wait a minute, this is not a normal life or this is not what I want for myself? It was like, sixth grade with D.A.R.E. Do you remember D.A.R.E. the D.A.R.E. program? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's when I was like holy shit, my parents are like doing, doing the drugs. drugs that I'm not supposed to do. Yeah, is this why no <laughs> one's allowed to sleep over at my house? Like you literally, <laughs> you literally watch them like do, did you, like do you have visual memories oh, of them yeah. doing lines? Yeah. In front of you? Mm-hmm. Do they, do they do anything like any weird behaviors? They're like, yeah, that's only something would do, somebody, somebody would only do that on cocaine. Like, no, like even to this day, um, you would think like growing up in an environment like that, that I would be able to like pinpoint like who's on drugs and who's not, but I can't. Okay. My brothers are a little bit better. Um, but like even there was one person I was dating, my brother's like, he is on drugs. And I'm like, there's no way. I've lived with him for seven years. I would know the signs. And yeah. my brother's like, you're an idiot. Like he's 
buying drugs from mm-hmm. my drug dealer. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. sis, like he's yeah. on drugs. Right. So what about do they drink too? Or is it drinking involved or is oh, that, yeah. that affect to you? Um, my d- so my dad does not drink anymore, but both my parents were like heavy drinkers. Um, was there any like physical or verbal like was there any violence around the house when you're growing up? Yeah, so my um my dad was very like physically abusive to my mom. Um, almost killed my mom. What? And yeah, in front of oh, us. Oh wow, I'm so um, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but that was that's the norm for us, right? Okay. We grew up in this, and yeah. that's what you th- you think you- that. That that's that's what's normal. Um, the cops were called a lot to my house. My dad was arrested in front of us. He was abusive to us. My mom was abusive physically. What did he? What specifically did he do that like you said she almost killed her? Like what are we talking? Are you like, oh, knocking like, her across the room or is there like a weapon involved? He almost drowned her in the pool. Like he oh tossed her in the pool one time. You but, visibly saw this? Yeah. Oh wow. Um, the. So did, the the how time, did you react as a child? Were you withdrawn? Were you like daddy to stop, mommy stop? Like, what? Well, how did Jamie ha- have to handle this? Did you kind of retreat? Did you just observe? Did you say, "Hey, stop, daddy"? So there's only two that like really stick out to me, and I would say the the pool was one. Okay, and that was when I was a little bit older, but where he got arrested. Um, and my mom remembers like a lot more than, than I do, but, um, but I, I, it's so weird because I remember thinking like my dad's friend would come over and I'm like, oh, my dad's in jail. Like he got arrested. He was like, it's a typical Tuesday. Yeah. He beat up my mom. And so when my dad did get out, he was like, why would you tell the neighbors, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you think I'm like in third, fourth grade. I think at the time, and I'm like, well, that's what happened. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just being you, honest, Dad. Like you went to jail. Like right. you that hit my happened. mom. That literally happened. Um, wow. So, but my mom, yeah, she was. I remember she was flushing the drugs down the toilet mm-hmm. as the um, police came. Oh, geez. So then that was like another fight when my dad got home. Like you flushed all the drugs down oh, the toilet. Blah, how blah. dare you? And, but you know she's trying to like protect him. Of but course. then she wants to live too but yeah. it was just so so much chaos yeah. so you grew up in chaos okay and that's insane jamie oh my god i mean it, it makes sense that you're such a strong independent woman now um that you know you obviously had to survive a lot growing up um and it makes sense too because you know you'd i've noticed some of my friends i don't know if i call them sober friends but friends that don't need to drink or they choose not to drink they choose not to do drugs you know, a lot of them have been exposed to drugs in a very mm. toxic way. And uh, not just for funsies, mm. once or every couple of years, but like in a toxic way, it's usually how it affects people. So it makes sense to me now that that's why you choose to be sober. And you also have daughters of drinking age. And, I do. And so how does that how does that work? You're, you're sober. Your daughters are at drinking age. Do you have like a certain like way you want to raise them or how you think that they should choose on making decisions like that? I mean, they're, they're raised, right? So they're, um, yeah, they're, I have, um, so it's, yeah, I have one that is like more along my lines, like, and their dad drinks and, you know, he's done drugs as well. Um, I, I, I've never done a drug in my life. Oh, wow. Um, so I always tell them, like, hey, if you want to know, like, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what it's what? like to do ecstasy or, like, mushrooms. But you know what? My brother's done all the drugs. My dad's done all the drugs. Yeah. So if you want to know, 
go ask your grandpa. He'll tell you. Yeah. Like my brother, he was a meth addict. So I chose a different path. They didn't, but thankfully they're still alive. And my brother has been sober for nine years now. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, And he helps people with sobriety. Um, So I I say, like, what a fucking blessing. Like, I may not be able to share these things with you, Mm -hmm. but I know quite a few people that can. Yeah. so that's that's where I kind of tap into that area. And then my my younger one, she um she's a tequila drinker. So I'm like, <laughs> you know. That's so funny. So How old people, are your daughters? They're um so yeah, I I don't know what to say, but they're okay. they, they are like they are all three of them are my youngest is 21. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. insane. Jamie, so, you look you look stunning. You look like you yeah. <laughs> You look like you're like not even 31. Aww, so you, you. you look amazing. So people open the freezer and they're and people that know me, they know I don't drink and there's like three different tequilas in yeah. there and I'm like, "Well, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's McKenna's. That's, that's, that's for her daughters." So, yeah. So, would you met her, right? Yeah. When you no, she's, yeah. she's beautiful human being. She's in nursing school, right? She is in nursing yeah, school just really, like you. Really beautiful human being. Being, you clearly did a good job raising your daughters and you know you definitely stopped that generational trauma so that's good on you for sure okay. um what else I say I, I look at them and you know when they're little because yours is little yeah they um you know we think like our parents are perfect so I think they always looked up to me in a lot of ways and I I love to tell them now that um it's crazy because now I I look up to you like mm-hmm. I I learned from you. So I learned from Ari already. She's yeah. only three and I learned from her. Just it's very crazy. I no one ever told me that you learned from your kid or that your kid will humble you or show you innocence or show you like purity. Like she shows me like how to like be uplifted when I'm not uplifted or to be take not take things take things so seriously. Like she's only three. So I can only imagine what it's like to have daughter like grown daughters that yeah. can like you can have full blown conversations about with things and uh yeah. Um, so how is that? I mean, how, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be step on toes or be too triggering, but I mean, I'm curious because I'm going to have a daughter that's 21 or a teenager at one point. And obviously I was kind of a crazy rebellious teenager. Um, how, what are like the pros and cons? Like, no, that's not the right question. It, it's like, what do you struggle with being like for instance you're so prominent in social media you're so beautiful you're a you're you're a model you know you have a beautiful she has a stunning most perfect body guys you have to check out her <laughs> her instagram is insane if you haven't i mean you have to go on to it jamie villamore oh, she so she sweet. has an amazing body and um, lauren look at your body well but the thing is <laughs> i don't have as many daughters as you <laughs> Yes. And yes. it's, just, I mean, yeah, you know, and Jamie, she freaking eats ice cream every day. I don't even <laughs> understand how that's possible, but Jamie is stunning. So, yeah. So, how does that work in this world that we live in? So, we, we have daughters, right? You, yes. you know, you raise daughters, there's social media, there's like girls have body dysmorphia, and, mm-hmm. and then you got like all the, you got all the girls that they have to like compare themselves to, and then your daughters have to compare themselves to you and your perfect body. Like, how do you feel about this whole drama of raising girls in in our very world of unrealistic proportions? It's you know, it's so interesting that you say that because they look at me and they it it's completely different. They I don't think they see what everyone else sees. Mm-hmm. Um so they look at me and they're like, kind "That's of my mom." Laugh. 
like yeah they're just like you're so skinny <laughs> like um and then I'll be like can I go to the gym with you and they laugh at me they're like no, no. you wouldn't last like five minutes in my class <laughs> like I was like what is that supposed to mean and they're like you they look at me they think I'm like a frail old lady <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's the, the most That's ironic hilarious. thing. I love that. Um, I actually asked my daughter the other day, I was like, hey, can I go to class with you? And she started laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing? And she FaceTimes my other daughter who's in Utah. And she's like, mom wants to go to whatever class with me. And she goes, isn't that a joke? Yeah. And she goes, don't even do it, mom. It's a waste of your time. And I go, what are you guys trying to say? Like, I'm not going to last. And they're like, you're not going to like it. And I'm like, maybe I will. So now I want to go to this class by myself. What classes do they do? What fitness um, do they like? Lauren, it's like a name that of an exercise that I've never even heard of. Pilates. Like, no. It's not Pilates. I've done okay. like the Pilates. I love like hot yoga and they won't go to what that. What are the They're young like, kids doing for workouts? Something I don't even know about? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'm going to text you when okay. I get home. because It's now probably I'm like a TikTok her. dance or something like that. Like it's, but they're like running on treadmills and then doing. Oh it's no! It's almost like and then doing some boot camp shit and then the other ones doing spin. Like yeah, is it I like don't, Orange Theory style? Maybe, maybe a like bit? some type okay. of like style like that. But which she's right. I I don't want to do. I that. don't want to do that either. No. <laughs> Actually, do not sign me up for that no. at all. And then the other one does spin class, and I'm like. Spin can be fun. It has you have to have the right instructor though. It can be incredibly boring if you have really? like, yeah. Like I, I don't want to sit on a bike for an hour no. in my vagina. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Jamie, you don't wanna this so Jamie she looks so fucking stunning, but she's doesn't really work out like you know, I'm I'm psychotic about my workouts. I have to work out. She on the other hand can get away with a lot and that's pretty cool. But uh Sometimes we low-key hate her for that because all of the rest of us are over here slaving away trying to have a good body. But no, it's that you actually have been getting into workouts more. Didn't you do yeah. like 75 hard or yes. so you did that recently, right? Where you were doing on, two workouts a day. I am. I'm on um, day. Well, I made it to day 55 and I failed. So I yeah. restarted. 75 is impossible. I don't think I could do it. Like I, I literally wor love working yeah. out and I will actually take days off because I'm sore and right. I'm tired. So you, that's the thing is you have to pace yourself. So yeah. you can't overdo it and you have to literally make a schedule. So when I travel from here to Italy, I'm like, how the fuck am I getting my outdoor in? And my, uh, my assistant is like, we're going to have to do a layover in Salt Lake. You're going to have to. Oh my God. You're there for like scheduling your workout three hours. You can get out, go walk there, get back in, do lounge, eat, and then get, I know your assistant puts a lounge on your schedule. Well, like I so I that. can eat before yeah. I get on the, I need an assistant like that calling all like non creepy professional <laughs> human beings that are female. I need an assistant. Yes. Okay. Back to let's it. get you like a good assistant. I need a good. Why assistant. don't we get you like a hot young I, I gay literally, oh, I am gay man. I mean, I'm down for that. That's fine. Maybe, I don't know. Is that, is that even I, I like only hang out with hot, acceptable? what am I, only hang out with hot people? What the fuck? <laughs> well, all your friends are really fucking hot. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, <laughs> oh my God. When I first met Lauren, first of all, she's like probably, I don't know, you were probably like eight months pregnant and I'm like, who is that? We hottest, met on a boat in Bahamas. Yes. Hottest girl on the, in, on the fucking boat pregnant in a thong and i'm like <laughs> thong, whoa of course <laughs> whoa that was very Who funny is this hot mama that's so funny i did wear like 
ridiculously tiny bikinis even while pregnant. And I was just like thinking, you know what? I, if I'm going to feel like a beach whale, I'm going to be a hot beach whale. You are the hottest beach whale I've like, ever seen in my I, life. Thank you. Thank you so much. I actually really liked I, – I didn't hate how I looked when I was pregnant. Did you feel I hot? Hate, I hated how I felt, but I didn't feel not hot. Does that make sense? I didn't know I was going to feel hot being pregnant. Yeah. I didn't. I thought You were like the hottest pregnant well, person I've you. ever seen. I've never seen you pregnant, but you probably would have been fucking hot as shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie overwhelms me with her beauty. Whenever I run Aww. into her, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> she's just always dressed so cute. And yeah, she's classy. Aww. But I, yeah, no, for sure. That was the pregnancy thing is weird. Like I... I knew I wanted a kid. That's it. And I was like, okay, I have to go through this really annoying process of being pregnant. I don't – I'm obsessed with fitness. I'm obsessed with abs. I'm obsessed with looking fit. So I yeah. knew that I was going to hate the pregnancy thing. But I surprisingly felt really attractive. Like I just – I mean the part where I didn't was before the bump. Before the bump, you feel bloated and, yes. and you're like nobody knows and it's awkward. Do they put, think I'm chubby? Yeah, am I chubby? Or... I've eaten too much. I'm not working out. I got to put my hand on my stomach. It's like a right. whole thing. But then once you, your belly pops, you just got that shit all out and you're like – Hi guys, I'm pregnant and I'm cute and I'm, you know, I'm pregnant. So you have to love on me and treat me like a queen. <laughs> so it, it was like, that was cool. But I never, yeah, it's weird. Like even with like Dave, like he always treated me like I was sexy as hell pregnant, which I didn't even know guys would be cool with that. Like I thought that you just automatically don't not, have sex, don't have sex. And you just like have to pretend like you never mm. cared about love or anything I <laughs> for was nine like, months. I was horny as hell. I was, I was just going to say I that. I was so horny when I was pregnant. Most horny I've ever been. Yeah. And I was just like way too. Why? I think there's just like so many hormones and so much circulation happening. You're just like, ah. So good. Yeah. So that, that's weird. That's triggering. Yeah. I'm feeling really triggered. Are you are you triggered? <laughs> yeah. So Is anyone triggered, triggered out there? Oh my God. She's they're horny pregnant women. <laughs> um yeah, it's is it weird to want to be hot or to be hot while pregnant? I thought that was very bizarre. Like there was a lot of bizarre yeah. things I found out when I was pregnant. Like I it's per I think it's perfectly acceptable to want to be hot at all stages of life, first of all. I love, love your body through all stages, which that was a very hard, weird time to love your body. And then after you have the baby, that's even harder time to love your body. But um, I think it's something we should talk about and we and the women feel feel very, you know, like some women don't even want to have children just because of the body problems. Yeah, they're, they're literally, afraid. literally you're missing out on a whole lifetime of a human, yeah. a whole interaction of a human because your body's going to fluctuate. And that makes me so sad because like our bodies are going to fluctuate anyways. We're going to get older you know your metabolism like slows yeah down. like shit still happens anyways you're not gonna have a human that you could literally like learn from and grow with and like i don't know to me that sucks i that, think society really fucks us up with that i think that um having my girls at such a young age that was like my motivation and drive to like be better really so 100 in what way what way did you need to be better um because i knew that they see everything I'm doing. Like these, it, it's not about what I say, but the choices I'm making. So yeah. we can say all day long, like, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z, but they were watching me. Yeah. So like even through the transition when I separated from their dad, I had to be careful because there were routes that I could take that would have made my life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, ugh, I have these three girls yeah, it's they're, a huge responsibility. They're going to see me. They're going to yeah. see the choices I'm making right now. And it kind of sets up boundaries for you. And so it made me, it pushed me to be better. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. I feel that way with uh, being a mother. And 
Yeah, it just makes you, you have to second guess a lot of your decisions because your decisions aren't selfish. They can't be just selfish anymore. It's going to impact some other human. And, you know, you really have to like think about that because we're all heavily impacted by our parents. Yeah. So we know that it's going to happen to our kids. And it's like, I mean, my kids are older, so I do feel like it's a completely different dynamic now, um, especially with, you know, the the OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. I do mean, you have OnlyFans? I don't. What do you do you have any exclusive page for anyone? I have yeah, so I have an exclusive page, but it's not the exclusive that most people think it is. Like I'm not naked kind or of, nude. What kind of content do it's, you have on there? Um like hunting. So oh. um like it'll show like implieds maybe? I do have some implieds, but that's on my Instagram too. Okay. Yeah. And it's typically she all She has a hot ass Instagram, you guys. You <laughs> have to follow Jamie oh, Villamore. She's hot thank as fuck. You. Her top three like pinned things are all her covers of magazines, which I've always wanted that. That's freaking goals. Let's so. do that. I mean, I don't know how to fucking I'm not a competitive shoot pistol shooter. I don't know why anyone would you, put me on the cover. Because you're an amazing freaking fitness person. Okay, Lauren. muscle and fitness hers. Go ahead. <laughs> let's contact let's get her on the cover. Contact me now. Yeah. Well yeah, let's that'd let's be fun. do uh, let's do that for you in twenty twenty three. I'm down, I'm open, you know? Yeah. It'd be cool. I mean, so the whole like print thing is that's like different now too it's Isn't not it? yeah i know it was changing well it's like, not the way that it was like playboy um i mean you the girls are like paying for covers i did know that because like it, i got contacted by playboy i think like they wanted me to like pay for something and it was like because it, it was switching from cover um uh, sorry print to digital and they yeah. were trying to like do that crossover and then they have like some of our so the social media girls and social media fitness models and even just regular models and um they were yeah and i was like wait a minute i don't want to pay for a cover but you know because i don't know it just seems strange right and then you do pay for the cover and then you know that everyone else on that cover is, is also like getting... paid for their cover <laughs> like why uh, hi look so... i made it on the cover i bought myself <laughs> this picture of myself but then is what? there like where is the criteria right like yeah. is it like anyone... is it just if you have money and you don't look like you, I mean, I don't know because okay. usually it's like they reach out to you. So how did you get interested. your how did you get your covers then? Okay, so my covers were all based around like the sports aspect of that's how, that's how I kind of got because like, they kind of came one after the other. It was yes. all in 2020, right? It was. You were so, killing it. it everyone else you, is locked down. You guys, You're over there killing it. Because this is the thing. I'll always say this. Like, I'm not going to be, like, the hottest girl. I'm not going to have the best um, body. I'm not the prettiest girl. You already are fucking hot as shit. Thank you. Lauren, it's God, can I bring you with me everywhere? I, I will <laughs> hype, so man. Good. I literally, I'll go up behind you with a megaphone. Like, make way, uh, Queen Jamie. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, so this is the thing. You, there's always going to be someone that's like hotter than us, right? Or has like a better body. And that's not even, I mean, but hot is so relevant, re relative, relative. I agree because for, you know, the five people that think that I'm pretty, there's another the five. five people. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, like oh, uh, 1.5 million followers. I think it's more than five. There, well, there's going to be five people that are like, she's not pretty. I get hated on all oh. the time. Like, you're not we hot. All do. You need a nose job. This oh is wrong God. with you. Blah, we blah, can't blah. listen to the trolls. They're so awful. It's bad. So, Ugh. but it's, I, I will say what I think what separates me, and especially during that time, was my work ethic. So, while everyone else was afraid to get out there and get after it and get to work, I took it as an opportunity to take any and everything that came my way. Yeah. So, nobody wanted to work. The hustle was and strong that, and nobody else. Okay. That opened the door for me and I was on it all. Yeah. So, um, my glamour cover, that wasn't even supposed to be my cover, Lauren. Really? Like, I didn't, yeah. Um, what happened is the original model that was shooting the cover of that, uh -huh. um, 
something happened. She didn't show up, didn't want to travel. So the photographer, I had worked with him prior and he was like, Jamie, I have this opportunity. We submitted you the PR. They've given the thumbs up. They've approved. Do you want this cover? I'm like, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. I, you I seize jumped the opportunity. Yeah. yeah. You seize the opportunity in quarantine. You're like, <laughs> screw this where, virus. Where am, I, where am I going next? <laughs> screw the virus. Yeah. I'm going to be on the cover. Um, so. That's so cool. Um, I wanted to, I know we don't have a whole lot of time left and you're yeah. on, on an amazing human and you have so much to like offer. And I, and I really connect with you on a lot of levels. Like I said, guys, we, we both come, come from kind of like a religious background. You, your, your, your family came from like a Mormon family. Oh no! So I married a. I married, oh, you married into I married Mormon. a Mormon. So he he came from a Mormon family. Yeah. Okay. Very, that's what. That's very the into the church. Okay. He's one of many children. Yes. How many kids? Eight. Eight. So okay. there were five, and then. Um, what do you mean there were five? There, well, started with five, okay. and then the. Then. Did they cousin, No, the cousin. Her parents died in a plane crash. So oh they, my god ended up taking her and oh, then wow. it, they had like three more from that's so they brought in wow that's crazy like other story. kids but there were five so they like, kind of adopted more kids in sort yeah. of or took over like okay. family members so yeah so how do we touch on this because you have you know you have this kind of you had this tumultuous relationship you were a young young mom um, and I think some of what you went through in your relationship led to you needing to really feel like you, you need to take self-defense to the next level. If, if, I, if you go to Jamie's house, watch out. She has a gun. <laughs> she has a gun in every drawer. There's her her home security is next level. So just be careful where you sit. <laughs> How, can you? Uh, yeah, can you, you kind of over us... with your daughter and I had no, to do like I a was real like, like swoop. I, I'm over there with Ari and I'm like, don't touch anything. There's guns everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, hey, do you want to like here? get comfortable in this room oh let me let me get out i know she's let gotta... me <laughs> remove this gun <laughs> you're good i was like i'd feel safe and not safe at the same time <laughs> um okay so yeah because this is serious you went through some serious shit in your relationship and you know um i don't even know how to break into it I mean, but it was really you you've survived a, a story because you were you were a young mom and um you had to endure something that what did you go through? What happened? Um, well, which which thing are you talking about? I mean, aren't weren't you exposed to abusive situation where you were? I don't know if you were threatened with a gun or held a gunpoint or something happened where you yeah. felt very threatened. Yeah. Fear- so, um, yeah, my life was threatened at some point. It was um, it, initially it was like us. Uh, they were threatening suicide, and oh. then. Um, and then the gun got turned to me. Oh, and, my God. Um, yeah, it went off into uh, the neighbor's house. So, wait, he was holding a gun on himself first? Yeah, so he was, like, threatening to take his own life. In front of you, vis- visibly. Yeah. You could see him holding a gun and threatening suicide, and then he turned it towards you? Yes. And it went off? And the gun went off. And guns don't just go off. Lauren, right. Like, clearly. The tr- there has to be a trigger. Oh, yeah. There, the trigger was... The trigger was, was activated <laughs> to a triggered position. Oh, my God. And um, Oh, my God. Yeah, so at that point, you know... Um, what, how close are, how close are we talking? Are we talking like six inches, like a foot? Like so, this is the thing that happens, like um, like our fight or flight, right? So, okay. um, and I'm my fight or flight me. is currently activated. I don't. I'm I'm gonna f- fight someone for sure. <laughs> okay, what so, what happens? Um, it was survival for me. Um, so it was 
where are my kids okay and how am i going to survive and how am i getting out of here safe? where were so, your kids uh my kids were in their rooms oh, oh, oh. um at the time how and, how old no you can't say that can you um, how old were they yeah young age they were young age? they were young like i want to say maybe four or Do, five and then maybe six or seven okay do they hear yeah. these gunshots um you know what i if if we had this conversation, they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't even know because it's not anything that I've ever really opened up and talked much wow. about. Um, well, it was thank just, you for sharing with us. Yeah, something that, you know, it happened. We pushed through. I um, called his uh, brother at the time because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you you know, like in, in the state of Nevada, once you, like, call the police, like, someone's going someone's to jail. Someone's going to jail. So it's either going to be that. me that's, or him. That's very fucking scary. You knew that at the time? I knew that at the time. Okay. I knew if I called the and And then growing up, like in the environment you that i already did. had the cops called on your i'm parents like all the time. yeah i and we just we knew like i grew up in a very like it was like very gang so we didn't call the police like we didn't rat people out <laughs> but like this just is a yeah we're just gonna handle this like, shit on our own <laughs> clearly in this situation I, my first call wasn't the police it mm-hmm. was um it was a fam- yeah it was the family member so his brother came over and then at that point, I remember like sitting in the bathroom with his wife and she's like, you got to call the police. And I, um, I called the police and when the police came, they said, and this was the trigger for me. Okay. He said, um, and I'll never forget it. Cause it changed my whole, um, it, this changed my whole life. Um, he said, I just want you to know that, um, nine times out of 10, when we show up to calls like this, yeah. Um, cause I was like, he didn't hurt me. Right. Um, right. Everything's okay. It was, yeah, he wanted to, to, so they booked him on a 5150, which is like suicide. That's, but they were like, we, we want you to know nine times out of 10, when we show up to, to, to calls like, like this, this, it's not one body bag that we're bringing out of here. Oh my God. And I was like, I looked at him for a minute and I said, Wait, what? So what do you mean? And he said, just know if he's unstable enough to take his own life, uh-huh. don't think for one minute he won't take you and those kids with him. Oh, my God. And that was like... Holy shit. For me, I was like, wow. It, it's not it's wow. not even about me anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about them. them and and, and shit. Yeah, just making sure that I can provide something better than this. They deserve that. Yeah. So, so, so they in that moment he he was immediately held, went to because they take him to a medical ward yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. A, a psych ward pretty yeah. much and he stays there for a period of time until he's deemed and then it was it's a blur. Wow! But did you were you out of the like, relationship that day? You were like that's it. That I'm, was I'm, it. Okay. I, I left that even though it's it's funny how our minds work. So even though I knew. I didn't know when he was coming home, if they were going to release them, what was going to happen. All I could think about was um, like being in a safe space. safe space. So I left with no shoes on my feet, um, got them, and and I was. Who did you stay with? Did you have family or someone? Yeah, to turn? so I was working at a scrapbook store at the time, um, and I went and stayed of with. Of course, a- you were. Her house has a whole <laughs> bunch of scrapbooks, by the way. They're all very beautiful. Thank you. It's like a whole room of scrapbooks. It's like a library of scrapbooks. Uh, yeah, that's so, cute. Yeah, I I went and I stayed with, uh, and she was kind of like a big. Um, gosh, she was such a mentor for me in that time. So I stayed with her and brought yeah. my girls there and. Yeah, yeah, she was like a mom to me. Wow. That's crazy. How soon after that did like did you start doing the gun there was the gun thing the transition from there or no. that that just was two separate chapters of Yeah, your life? that was that was a completely separate 
wow. chapter. Yeah. Well, you've overcome a lot, and you did. <laughs> and you're clearly a badass because you raised kids on your own and you got them out of a terrible situation. And not everyone can do that. Like, I, I mean, they say the statistic. I'm sure you've heard it. Like, in abusive relationships, something that it takes women or men or whoever's in an abusive relationship seven times to seven times to have something really tragic happen before they leave. Wow, I didn't know that. The statistic is seven times. Now, I don't know if that's the same thing with guns, but I do know if someone feels violated or abused, it can sometimes take seven times of trying to get out before you actually physically stay out. Okay. So, yeah, like the whole cycle of abuse. So the fact that you left on that and you had the intuition and the gut and, the you know, to like, that's it that's it these are yeah this is what i need to do to protect my daughters like that's that's very powerful i tried like i i had um quite a few like restraining orders but um you know because you want to believe that they want to be better of course and and do better but it's just at some point you have to realize that i i can't be rational with any rational person right that's crazy. And so, until you make those, I, I, and I can't do it for you. So until you make the, those steps to get better and get mm-hmm. the help you need, mm-hmm. um, like I can't be any Good part for of you. that. Good for you. That's amazing. Wow. You're so strong. And but I wonder, I always wonder, I wonder if it wasn't for the girls, if I would have, if it would have changed the dynamic, would you have stayed, you know, being married it, for like 10, happened. 11 years? It ha- oh, you were married. Like that was, yeah, the, that was a, the love of my life. Wow. It's see, that's what's so hard too. I think children do provide another level of this is, this is actually not just me because I feel like we can expose ourselves to a lot more things, but when our kids, it's like, that's mama bear mode. Mother oh puppy. yeah. Don't freak with my <laughs> children like I, you can screw with me but you can't screw with my kids yeah and there's something next level about that level of like protection and and and, and seriousness that it's like no this is mama bear and mode. it's funny right because like abuse is it's um so I'm always like curious and learning and hearing like other people's stories and how they navigated situations because um, the dynamics always different, right? Yeah. So you can, and, and, you know, a lot of times I say it's not healthy to play the would have, could have, sh- uh, yeah. game, but, yeah. no, but I, I'm always learning for sure. No, you're amazing. You're, we're super proud of you. You're more <laughs> than just a gorgeous body and a gorgeous face. Thank you, Lauren. And, uh, you know, Jake, Jamie's amazing human. She's really, really cool. She's a great mom. She's a good role model. And, you know, like I, I want, I really want have people come on the show and I want to show like people's hearts, their soul, their strength, because, it's so easy. You know, you and I are both on Instagram. We've been in the modeling world. It's easy to be typecasted. Oh, they're beautiful. They're gorgeous. It's so easy for them. Like, you know, and it's it's kind of eye rolling. Okay, yes, I get it. But like, it's just, that's not all there is to us. And I want people to know that. And I want them to know that like, there's just, there's there's heart behind the person you see in a picture. You know, there's an actual soul. There's a person. There's some someone who overcame something. And that when I see you, I know that too. I'm like, well, damn, Aww. she's hot. But she's also a beautiful human on the inside. Thank you, Lauren. And a good mom and a good person and a good role model. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I want more people to see that. So hopefully we got a chance to show a little side of you. Aww, and Jamie also has that. her own podcast. <laughs> I actually came on her I podcast. Uh, 
probably like what a year ago year? yeah you were like one of my first guests oh i was Lauren, so yeah. you're one of my, yeah. you are my first guest so I that's that's it. full circle but yeah we um we i came on her show it was super fun and like confident and uh you want to share your podcast with everyone in case they yeah. need to watch it yeah so um i have a a podcast it's called um dating intelligence and dating is uh, more along the lines like a play on words so i just feel like we should be dating in all aspects of our life whether it's like our career our family life um you know wherever you're at in life we should be like dating and yeah that's very cool no you, you guys have a good time on your show you and chris <laughs> we do, we and do. you have some really fun guests and uh, you're very wise but you're funny and you're entertaining so guys check out her show as well and uh i could talk to you all day uh, this is super fun i mean <laughs> yeah. i literally had a huge list but i'm sure we'll have more chances because we, yeah. we both do our podcast in the same studio so we'll have more chances to and i need to get you back on mine yeah let's to like it. hop on and it'd be fun to get like you know, a few girls in here and like, yeah, let's do it. Let's pow, collaborate. Pow, pow, wow. With pow, us. wow. I love it. <laughs> like difference of opinion. Yeah. I want to hear, I want to yeah. hear that. I want to hear all the tips and tricks on date life. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been in that world in a minute, so I need tips and tricks, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to have any problems. Okay, Lauren. Sure. Like every time Lauren's like on my freaking story, people go crazy. They're like, how do you know her? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. So they go nuts. That's so funny so well thanks for coming on the show jamie that was absolutely amazing you're super thank strong you. you're beautiful you. inside and out and um i hope we'll have you again on the show soon thank so you, have fun on your travels Yay, I will. <laughs> all right thank you guys